0: Hello and welcome back to the Cheeky Rascals podcast. This week I'm joined by a familiar face, Millie Poppins. Millie is a motherhood mental and baby care expert who supports millennial women in early motherhood by offering reassurance, guidance and support. Millie's mission is to promote the care of women so that they can care for their babies in a way that feels natural and intuitive to them. Millie has a range of one-to-one virtual packages masterclasses and webinars and also offers corporate events for supporting women with children in the workplace so thank you so much for coming back on to, to be with us today Nellie. how are you? Very well. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Have you got any New Year's resolutions? I didn't do a single one. (laughs) It's like on my to-do list.
1: (laughs) I probably won't get around to it, but I think
0: that's fine. I'm not putting too much pressure on myself. That sounds like the best way to do it, to be completely honest. Yeah, true. Um, So we're here today to talk about sterilization and cleaning bottles and how important that actually is because I think this is a topic that really does divide a lot of people because obviously the NHS does recommend sterilization until a year however some people online don't do that it seems to be quite a divided topic Um, so we're here today to talk about how important sterilization actually is so my first question for you is what is the difference between clean and sterile so
1: clean would what would be what we would do for ourselves even as adults. It's kind of washing things up in the sink or putting it in the dishwasher for our cutlery and plates and bowls and teacups and things like that. So we can do that for babies sort of weaning and food equipment. Um, but when it comes to bottles and feeding equipment, then it's really important to sterilise because this is where we use heat or UV light or steam to actually eradicate all bacteria and viruses from the equipment. And that's yeah, that's the difference. So we still clean the feeding equipment um, first and make sure it's rinsed. And then we need to sterilize just to make sure that it is totally free um, of germs and bacteria and viruses.
0: So what are some of the most commonly used methods to sterilize baby bottles today?
1: So in 2024, we now have five different methods, Um, the latest one being UV sterilizing, uh, which is a dry way of sterilizing baby's bottles. You still need to wash and remove sort of milk residue from the um, baby products, and then you can put them in the UV sterilizer, uh, and that uses UV light. It's a very quick process. More traditional ones is sort of boiling, sorry, with the lid on, so in a big saucepan um, of water, and having that in there for about 10 minutes, everything has to be full fully covered by the water you have to have the lid on and ideally it would be a separate pot that you wouldn't use for like cooking your casseroles and things as well at other times. Tablets so I know Milton brand like sterilizing tablets that's like cold water sterilization you can do that Um, there's also microwave sterilizing you can use an actual appliance so a big plastic sort of dome that you put the bottles in with some water put it in the microwave Um, or you can use microwave, microwave sterilizing bags. And then you have your steam sterilization units as well.
0: I recently actually was writing a blog for um, Cheeky Rascals and I was looking at the differences kind of between how, how far kind of sterilization has come. And I suppose like when we think about it, it's kind of like amazing the fact that we now have like steam sterilizers and UV sterilizers that like you would not have had so many years ago. And I was recently speaking to my nan, actually kind of all about, this sort of stuff. Um, and she was just saying about how different it is now. And I suppose, obviously, this is a kind of a great way to kind of say the baby Brezza range that we work with at Cheeky Rascals are actually now releasing a new product called the Bottle Washer Pro. And we have been generating a bit of hype already on social media about it. And so we are obviously going to be talking about the product here today as well, but we are also going to be talking about sterilizing just in general. So What are some of the advantages of using a sterilizing machine rather than traditional methods of sterilizing?
1: I'd say that the sterilizer machine is more thorough. For me, as like a baby care expert, maternity professional, I have... Peace of mind when I put all of the bits in the sterilizing unit that it is going to be absolutely nothing left germs wise or bacteria wise. I mean, this is still like a thorough clean before you put it in there. We don't want any milk residue sort of in the nooks and crannies. I love that it's like no clutter. It's just one thing that's in the kitchen or the bathroom or the baby's room, wherever it is. And it's just there. and actually can act as sort of like a storage unit. So once it's run its cycle, you can leave everything in there for 24 hours and use it as you need it. Um, If you open it, you just press it back on or just run it through another cycle after 24 hours if everything stayed in there. It's just so easy. Whereas like boiling and the microwave sterilizers, things things like that, it's just more stuff. And also you're having to kind of get all the pieces out and put them back together and use them immediately and then run it through this sort of process again. Whereas I feel like steam sterilizers are the most sort of time friendly um, space-friendly um, way of sterilizing.
0: And I think if you're looking at kind of the two the two big contenders of today's sterilizing equipment, I suppose you've got UV and steam. Um, one thing I was reading is that if the light is not directly shining on top of the product, it may not sterilize, um, which, of course, if you've got a baby bottle that is not a regular shape or you've potentially accidentally blocked it in the machine – then you're not going to have a fully sterilized bottle, whereas steam obviously can kind of go up and can get into all those nooks and crannies, as you said. So I think it's great that we do have these contenders now for uh, sterilizing. And I suppose we'll see in the future as well kind of how far we do go. So we've talked there a little bit, obviously, about sterilizing and the differences between clean and sterile. But the NHS website says that before sterilising, you need to clean bottles, teats and other feeding equipment in hot, soapy water as soon as possible after feeds. Use a clean bottle brush to clean bottles. Only use this brush for cleaning bottles and a small teat brush to clean the inside of teats. You can also turn the teats inside out and then wash them in hot, soapy water. Do not use salt to clean the teats as this can be dangerous for your baby. It's all the equipment in clean, cold running water before sterilising. That was a mouthful to say, let alone do. So it's just Mm -hmm. such a long process. And if you're doing that multiple times a day with a newborn, do you have any tips to help speed up that process?
1: I mean, bottle washing and sterilizing is the least favorite part of my job. And you can just see it piling up as the day goes on. It even gets to the afternoon and you've got three or four bottles, pumping equipment, dummies, everything just waiting there. My best advice is to clean and rinse as you go. So if you finish a bottle or finish a pump, you would take that and rinse it in warm water and keep it in a big bowl ready to kind of go through a proper hand wash So that can kind of help in the long run. It's still a lot. I would also recommend having enough um, equipment, so enough bottles for a 24-hour period to say your baby has eight bottles a day, sort of every three hours, then I would make sure that I actually had those eight bottles for that 24 hour period. So you are only washing once a day, one big amount. And then yeah, a large sterilizing unit. So everything can go in, in one go, instead of having to sort of do little bits at a time and rotate everything. If you can keep all of your bottles that you use in a day in your sterilizing unit, um, then that's amazing because you're not having to take them out and re-sterilize them and rotate. It's just the one thing.
0: Definitely. And as we've already talked about, it's recommended that parents in the UK sterilise baby bottles for up to a year. Now, that is such a significant amount of time when, especially during that time period, babies change so much. They're learning to crawl. A lot of things can go in their mouth potentially. So why, why are we sterilising for a year? Kind of, What's the point if effectively they're going to be putting things in their mouths anyway?
1: I know I hear this a lot and people think they're like licking the floor and kissing the dog and like, what's the point in the first year Um, after sort of six to eight months when they start being a bit more mobile. But that first year, zero to 12 months, is really when they are the most vulnerable to viruses and bacteria. And so their immune system is growing over that first year and we wouldn't really see a time where we could feel a bit safer about them being exposed to these sort of more common or readily available Bacteria and viruses until they are at least 12 months. Even then, you can continue to sterilize after that. The thing with um, bottles and feeding equipment, it's so small and delicate that actually, bacteria, especially that, can attached to um, milk residue and formula residue and breast milk residue and grow is very easily done in that sort of environment you think of like the little teats and the tiny little opening and the ring and all of that Um, so really is a bacteria and virus sort of breeding ground especially something like oral thrush it's very common um, and these are things that grow in sort of warm wet environments like feeding equipment. The parts are so small. So yeah, it's just easy for it to get into the nooks and crannies. So we sterilize. People, no one likes bottle washing. Everyone wants some reason to stop doing it. But if you can push to at least 12 months, your baby is going to be better off. It's just, I think once you've had a baby who's like eight months and has separation anxiety and teething and you're having rough nights, then all of a sudden they pick up a gastro bug. It's so easily done. So yeah, just trying to keep all of their feeding equipment. I mean, toys and things that are on the ground or drop in a cafe, it's not going to pick up bacteria and viruses as easily as something that did have like warm, wet, that sort of um food residue on it like milk residue that is where things are going to really thrive
0: mm-hmm. especially as the milk the thing that I was when I was researching this this episode was that the milk is the thing that can just make the, mm-hmm. the bacteria grow so quickly um mm-hmm. and obviously that that's why it's so important to properly clean all these bottles as well 85% of parents hand wash bottles breast pump parts and accessories daily That can be done through hand washing, but some people also do use a dishwasher as well. A dishwasher will not sterilise your baby bottles on its own um, because it doesn't reach a high enough temperature for long enough to sterilise. Is there anything else that we need to remember if we do decide to use a dishwasher to clean our feeding equipment?
1: Yeah, I know so many people attempted to run their feeding equipment through the dishwasher. Um, and this can be great if you're sort of at grandma's house or you were away in a villa or having a holiday or something, but you still need to sterilise. Um, so it can kind of reduce the time spent actually washing. I mean, the actual dishwasher cycle takes so much longer, um, but you can um, reduce your time there. But also the dishwasher can damage the feeding equipment. So I know most parents who've used a dishwasher for feeding equipment, you put it on the top shelf as recommended and you kind of lay out all the teats in a row and everything and you open the dishwasher and you're like, where are the teats? And they have flown around so much, they're down the bottom of the dishwasher and sort of the, I want to say like the scuzzy food residue sort of bit sitting in the bottom. And also it's quite damaging for bottles and especially the teats. So the plastic teats um, can deteriorate quicker over time. So you're probably having to pay more money um, if you're running it through a commercial sort of kitchen dishwasher. And they also become split and cracked and damaged. And this, even though you can't see it, you know, with your eyes, um, you've just given the teats an opportunity for bacteria to grow in those sort of small cracks and things that can can happen in the dishwasher. Um, Teats should be replaced regularly anyway, especially latex teats. They deteriorate even quicker than straight plastic. But yeah, the actual Dishwasher with all the parts flying around like that, it can actually speed up that process.
0: I suppose, there as well, you've, you've just touched on the cross contamination of even the thought of the food that is left on the plate just being kind of mixed with the water um, that is then going into your baby's feeding equipment. That's quite, you know, that's an massive opportunity, especially if you're then not sterilizing for cross contamination, you know, bacteria, viruses. It's not even worth thinking about, really. And also another point there, of course, was the amount of time it takes. You know, the average dishwasher in the UK takes 1.5 to 4 hours to run a full cycle. The Baby Brezza Bottle Washer Pro can clean, sterilise and dry in just 88 minutes. You know, so in the time that you've run one cycle, even if you've got an efficient dishwasher, it's done all of that for you. There's no chance of contamination. And you've got all those bottles, as you said, ready to go for 24 hours. And the, the Baby Brezza Bottle Washer Pro does also come with its own detergent tablets. So, when you are washing in a dishwasher, there's obviously capsules that you use to put in the dishwasher. What, what type of capsule should we be looking for? Is there a baby friendly sign or something like that? Or, you know, also, what soap do we use to clean baby bottles, even if we're not dishwashing, we're just hand washing? So dishwashing
1: tablets are um, dangerous just in general. We have to be really careful that they're not within reach of our babies. Um, If they're sort of eaten or chewed on, they're just really quite poisonous. So thinking about that and having them in the actual dishwasher with the bottles probably isn't recommended. If I was going to use the dishwasher for baby bottles I wouldn't put a tablet in there I would just run it on a really hot cycle if if that was the case I wouldn't add that as for actual dishwashing liquid you can get baby bottle wash which is specific for that obviously like non-fragranced and reduced chemicals and stuff I do use sort of e-cover and that sort of thing like more bio-friendly bottle washes for babies but also being very very careful to rinse all of that off I have to say you know as a professional in people's homes, I'm very, very careful with what I do and how I care for babies. Whereas if you are a parent who has a toddler and a baby and you're running a business and you're sleep deprived and you're rushing out for the school run, if you're not carefully rinsing all of the soap and dishwashing liquid from, from the bottles, then I would definitely get something that is 100% baby safe just for, for peace of mind.
0: Definitely. And I think that's, you know, although you do have to purchase the the, the tablets that do come with the the Bottle Washer Pro, The fact that they are non-toxic, they have been tested, I suppose that gives that extra peace of mind and that reassurance that you are giving your baby a steam, clean bottle that has not come into contamination with food. And it's also definitely not come into contamination with any of those things that could potentially be toxic to them in the dishwasher or also in just non-baby specific soap. And also you touched on there about being obviously a little bit more eco-friendly the you know the average dishwasher uses so much water and even hand washing you know if we're not turning off the tap when we're hand washing that can use a ridiculous amount of water as well and the bottle washer pro uses 50 percent less water than than hand washing alone um, which obviously is great for the environment do you have any other tips that could help with being a little bit more eco-friendly while we are cleaning our baby bottles
1: Yeah, so what I do is to rinse the bottles and then put a little bit of liquid into some warm soapy water in a separate bowl and then I wash each individually. So instead of using sort of separate water for each bottle in each part, you know, with the running tap, I use just that one bowl to wash all the bottles and then I tip it out and then I rinse them with cold water before they go into the sterilizing unit. And that's sort of the easiest way to keep it to sort of maybe two bowls tops. So it's one for the washing And one for the rinsing. Um, But yeah, it is, it is a lot of water. And, um, you know, Cheeky Rascals was kind enough to send me the new bottle washer pro. And I was really impressed with, you know, how little water it did use. Um, It was really easy. I just sort of rinsed the parts just quickly, just to kind of get them, you know, there's leftover milk from a feed. We obviously don't want that to go in there. Um, but gave them the quick rinse and popped it in. And it's just nice to suppress the button and come back and you had. Not just clean, not
0: just sterilize, but actually dry bottles ready to go. Thank you so much for your kind <laughs> words there. Um, so obviously there, you just touched on about cleaning the teats of bottles. So how do I clean them? Because when I was researching, everyone was saying that they are definitely the most difficult thing to clean. Yeah, they are really tricky. So a lot of bottle brushes will come with a separate smaller brush and you might
1: not even know this, but even like say the Dr. Brown's brush, actually the other end has a little grippy sort of pointed end that can get into the teats. Um, Sometimes the extra smaller brushes inside the bigger brush, you can twist it off. Not many people even know that as well. I would definitely recommend having a closer look at your bottle brush, Um, turning them inside out. Um, I also like to tipped boiling water over them maybe once a week if it was a smaller baby just to like really be sure but yeah I mean sterilizing is is the best way but just to make sure that you get all of that milk residue off first that's important.
0: And if there is a little bit of water left in my baby's bottle after sterilization how can I remove this without how can I remove the water without contaminating the bottle? Um, because obviously I was reading online that you can't use like a tea towel because that might, well, once you've been using for washing, you know, your hands or anything like that, um, because then that is then going to contaminate the bottle again. So how, how can we get rid of that little bit of water?
1: So that tiny little bit of water or the condensation left in a bottle is actually sterile. So you can give it a quick shake if you think like it's too much, you know, just kind of shake it over the sink. Um, But actually, I wouldn't be trying to dry it. It is a sterile bottle. You can reassemble even if the teat is wet and the ring is wet. If you're going to use it immediately, uh, it's totally fine. And this is sterile for 24 hours. So I wouldn't worry too much. Sometimes we see it, we think that we have to dry it. And like you said, we use our sleeve or we use a tea towel or something and you've actually just you know, made the whole process of sterilizing irrelevant. Um, I see this in so many little things as well. People take the lid off of the sterilizer and then they grab the teat with their fingers to pull it through the ring. And I think, well, you know, yes, our hands are clean, but actually why bother sterilizing if you are just going to touch the teat? So that's why a lot of them come with little tongs that you can use. Other ones that I see that just like general things that people just don't think about is the scoop of the formula tin as well. So we're touching that with our fingers and putting it back in, touching it with our fingers and putting it back in. Really, we should be sterilizing that after every use and then having it separate and ready to go. So you can pop that in the sterilizer too. And you end up, you know, getting quite a few of these. So never throw them out. Just always have them sterilized and ready to go. Also find that if you um, are making up a baby bottle and you touch the scoop your fingers might be kind of wet because you've touched the bottle that already had a bit of condensation on it so then you touch the scoop and then the formula inside the tin sticks to the scoop where it was wet and then you've just created an amazing breeding ground for bacteria because you put the lid on it's dark it's wet it's got you know food milk powder um yeah so lots of little things to think about it can feel like a minefield for new parents when deciding what to do but I promise like with time you just kind of find the way that works best for you and you do learn
0: you know I think that's that is one of those things obviously like it is just such a minefield and if you can find something that's going to save you time it's going to save you effort and is also going to actually do the job it's you know it must be like almost like a lifesaver for any new parents out there so as we have talked about sterilizing machines especially the new bottle washer pro that's coming out if i am thinking of purchasing a sterilizing machine what in particular is it that i should be looking for to tell me this is a good machine
1: so definitely you know look at reviews and things talk to friends and family see what worked for them but also i think important to do your own research because you need to think about how much you will use it when you know you're pregnant and you're you know getting all your baby kit together you might be planning to breastfeed you might be planning to use bottles it's thinking about how much you are actually going to need to sterilize every day so even if you are breastfeeding you might still be pumping so you've got all of that equipment as well you might have dummies you might have teething toys just little things like that nipple shields everything like that needs to be sterilized so thinking about that kitchen space another important one do you have the room for it you know we end up with the steriliser and we end up with the bottle warmer, you know, toaster. You've got so many things. So thinking about how big you can manage the unit to be. Um, if you can go on the floor or a little sort of table and just thinking about the space you have. Another thing, some families might need to think about something that's portable for travel. So a lot of families I know will have their main sterilising unit, but also have something smaller for travel. They might just take microwave sterilisation bags. Or the tablets, but just thinking about that as well. Um, And then I guess the price is a huge variation in how much sterilizers cost. And obviously the sterilizing electric units are at the higher end. But when you think about the time you save and the ease of it, so instead of using the sort of sterilizing tablets and the microwave bags and things, it is actually a lot easier. And the, body is, the, the bottle is ready instantly as well, which I think people don't realise that when you use the boiling method um, on the stovetop or you use the microwave bags, it's so kind of hot when it comes out because it's been sitting in boiling water that you can't just take it out and use it
0: immediately. I suppose then that itself comes with its own risks as well of, you know, burning and again, to wait even longer for that to then cool down. Yep. Yeah. You've got a
1: baby on your hip or in your arms and you're trying to get a bottle. It's it's hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. So thank you so much for talking with me today, Millie. Um, I hope that we've managed to clear up some questions that people may have about sterilising and in particular sterilising machines. As we have said, the Baby Brezza Bottle Washer Pro will be launched very soon. So keep an eye on our social media for all release dates. If you would like to know more about Millie or Cheeky Rascals, please check our description box where you'll be able to find links to Millie's social media and her website, as well as Cheeky Rascals and all of our social media and our website. So thank you so much, Millie. Do you have anything else that you would like to add?
1: No, I just want to say Happy New Year and congratulations to anyone who's expecting a baby soon. It's very exciting. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you so much for dedicating some of your free time to listen to the You Artes podcast today. If you'd like to find out any more information about us or our guest, please check the description box where there'll be links to social media and websites so you can find out all the information that you need. If you like what you heard today, why don't you give us a five-star review? and also turn on our post notifications so you know the next time that we upload an episode. From all the team at Cheeky Rascals, have a great day.